With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Living the dream once again on a fabulous Saturday. It is Hartman and Furman. We are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS-TO-SWITCH. You could say big on your auto insurance. Really the best thing you can do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 1-888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. But look who's back. Andy, how are you today? How are you doing, Stevie? What's up? Thank you for having me. Oh, man. You're welcome anytime. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. We, we, the two of us bring a boatload of experience. That can be good and bad, right? I mean, we've seen a lot over the course of our careers, our lifetimes. Yes. And yet, the one thing that I, I always say this, when you think you've seen it all, you haven't, right? I mean, every single week we sit down, we get ready for another series of shows, and barely a day passes when something like, whoa, didn't see that happening. Oh, I got I got one for you. I all mean, right, the let, world's going crazy. You want to hear this? Let's hear it. Two German beach volleyball stars are going to boycott a tournament in Qatar over the nation's refusal to allow female players to wear bikinis on the court. I've seen it all now. The world's going crazy, really. It's unreal. See, this this is the world we live in now, Andy. Well, we and to some degree we've always lived in this world, but you know, everyone is looking for the spotlight, right? Right. I mean, especially with the proliferation of social media, everybody wants the spotlight on them. Uh, this is the idea that people actually care about you uh occasionally somebody does something so outlandish or brings themselves attention to that outlandish level that everyone's like at least the the looky lose we stop and look but no we're we're not you know we we still have to we share this planet what seven billion people share this planet right so 
we really have to sort of do the best for the majority. I, I don't think that that is overstated. I understand that there are special needs or people that need to be taken care of. I get all that. But some of these requests of people just it's mind blowing like they're offended, like nobody is in their corner. And although what now you explain this again about the bikinis, because that that did intrigue me, Annie. What happened there? The the two German beach volleyball stars, they're going to boycott a tournament in Qatar over the nation's refusal to allow female players to wear bikinis on the court. Okay. Carla Borger, Mm -hmm. she won a silver medal at the 2016 Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, Mm -hmm. and her doubles partner, Julia Sood, will not take part in the FIVB World Tour event because it is, quote, the only country which mandates female players to wear shirts and long trousers. And she says, quote, we are there to do our job, but are being prevented from wearing our work clothes. All right, so you have beach volleyball, which obviously has become amazingly popular, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And they're not wearing shirts there. They are wearing bikinis on the beach. So I guess they're saying, well, if we can wear them on the beach, we should be able to wear them anywhere that we're on the court, which sounds like reasonable to me, right? Right, and that's part of the, that is their uniform. I mean, they play in bikinis. That's right. Right. So it's okay. their uniform. I, I don't look. I think the world's gone nuts. I, I don't know. And, and the worst thing you bring up a great point about that we've seen a lot, but you never seen enough because something else is going to be there next the next day. The worst turn that's ever evolved in the world of sport is brand. When these athletes say, "I got to create my brand." Right, like Trevor Bauer, the pitcher, got to create his brand. No, you know, just throw balls and, and that's it. Okay, but then again, hold on, you, hold on, it. Now let, let, let's do a little backtracking on this old Trevor Bauer situation. So you're a Cincinnati guy, yeah, through and through. That is no, Andy, not through and through. Well, not. okay, but Andy, but you have a connection with the city of Cincinnati. Correct. Okay. So Trevor Bauer, I, I'm glad you brought this up. I mean, again, we're we're, we're going to roll with this for a couple hours. And all right, so you bring up Trevor Bauer. By the way, I have a connection to Trevor Bauer because he went to UCLA and I went to UCLA. So mm-hmm. I I like I like the background, but I also know that he has a little messy past. That he is the kind of guy that says it's me first and everyone else second. Thank I'm you. just curious. I'm glad to talk to you. I'm glad you brought this up. All right, so there were true two Trevor Bowers in Cincinnati. There was the guy they picked up in 2019 who in 10 starts had a 629 ERA. And then there was the guy who came back this past year in the shortened season who in 11 starts had an ERA under 1.8 with a whip under 0.8. So which... Trevor Bauer are the Dodgers getting the one that couldn't get anybody out in 2019 in a Reds uniform or the guy that benefited from just playing against losing teams or the majority of his starts with the Reds in 2020. That's a great question. It really is. And I, I tell you what, I'm glad I'm not the guy that's signing his paycheck because who knows what's going to happen. 40 well, million one year, amazing. 45 really the next highest paid player in baseball, Andy. Amazing. And I'll tell you what, what amazed me more, when he won the Cy Young, I had no idea he was the first Cincinnati Reds ball player. Ever. To, ever. That's amazing. It really is. You know, the history of that ball club. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. They've had a couple of runner-ups over the years. Right. I think it goes back to the Sparky Anderson days. Like He was the first guy to really get into the bullpen, you know, and not have Captain starters Hook. go nine. Yeah, he was Captain Hook. He didn't have the guys go eight, nine innings. Uh, he was sort of first to do that. All right, so, but you talk about self-promotion. This also brings up a point I want to get to, and that is the idea that 
players now feel like they can pretty much dictate the narrative. And the guy I want to talk about right now is Russell Wilson. Okay, I'm not quite understanding this whole dynamic. So Russell Wilson, first of all, is bitching and moaning that he's tired of getting hit. He's getting hit too much, too many sacks. And I work with Jeff Schwartz, a former offensive lineman. I work with Rich Ornberger, former NFL offensive lineman. I have Nick Hardwick, a former offensive I've talked to a lot of offensive linemen about this whole Russell Wilson complaining about getting hit. And you know what they all say? Then get rid of the ball. Right. The fact is you extend plays constantly, and yeah, occasionally you'll have one of those plays you make the spectacular, whoa, that's an MVP-type play. But you're holding the ball too long. Half of those sacks are on him, not the offensive line. So anyways, he's bitching and moaning about, you know, getting hit too much. But here's what I do know. He's under contract to the Seattle Seahawks. He even says he wants to stay in Seattle. But if I were to get traded, let's see, Dallas, New Orleans, I'm like, Teams get, you know, doc tampering. They lose draft picks for tampering, right, by even having a breath about a player they might be interested in who's under contract with another team. Shouldn't that work both ways? If I got a guy that's under contract to me and he goes public with teams that if I were to be traded, these are teams I want to go to. I mean, at some point, you got to say, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that, Russell Wilson. Now, if you're a free agent, that's one thing. But right now, you're under contract to the Seahawks. So any mention about, yeah, well, if you trade me, yeah, boy, I'd like to be a cowboy. No, you can't do that kind of stuff. I hear what you're saying. And I can't disagree. However, I will tell you this much. He's not alone. I've seen it firsthand here in Cincinnati when Brian Kelly was coaching the University of Cincinnati football team. He had a contract and he bolted to Notre Dame. So it goes both ways. Well, it goes both ways. But again, teams do get – you cannot – you can't have the Dallas Cowboys come out and say, yeah, gee, we think about how much better we would be with Russell Wilson. By the way, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, that mention of the Dallas Cowboys has really changed the dynamic for Dak Prescott. Here's Dak Prescott, who is a free agent right now. And Andy, all the speculation was the Cowboys are ready to throw like a a four-year, $40 million per year contract at him because they really don't have any options. Right. All of a sudden, it's like Russell Wilson might be, wait a second. So you're like the Cowboy Jerry Jones and company are getting on the horn to the Seahawks saying, so here your quarterback might be interested in coming to Dallas. Let's make a deal. And all of a sudden, Dak Prescott is in no man's land. So you talk well, about a yeah. guy whose dynamic may have changed because Russell Wilson wanted to make it clear, oh, yeah, yeah, if you're making a trade, I might be interested in Dallas. I don't think Dak Prescott was too happy about that. Well, it's funny because Dak Prescott, obviously, you look at they got a long-term deal in Dallas, but Dallas was not even interested in getting a, a sniff at Matthew Stafford. So I think Dak Prescott's pretty safe, and I don't think Wilson's going anywhere. So I think it's going to stay where it's at. Yeah, it, 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 look at Russell Wilson's not doing himself any favors with his team, okay? And may I remind Russell Wilson that he's unhappy in Seattle? This is not like Deshaun Watson, who was on a 4-12 and Texans team. This was a 12-win Seattle team this year. 
Okay, they got a pretty damn good coach in Pete Carroll, who, by the way, as you remember, remember, Andy, they had just signed Matt Flynn as a free agent the year they drafted Russell Wilson in the third round, and they ignored Flynn because they said, you know what, we like what we see in this kid, and they made him a starter day one. And when they went to those back-to-back Super Bowls, he wasn't the key guy. That defense was the key. That's how they got to back-to-back Super Bowls. And let's not forget, he threw probably the costliest interception in Super Bowl history. You could call it a bad call. It was. Who threw that ball? That was Russell Wilson. So for a guy that really has benefited immensely, both as far as getting recognition and financially, that marriage between Russell Wilson and Seattle has been pretty good. So for him to start bitching and moaning and start naming other teams, I, honestly, behind closed doors, they got to be outraged. Like right. you've got to you, be the only me. people that profit by guys of, of of the elk of Wilson and Deshaun Watson are people in talk radio because they, they give us the fodder. They, that's what it is, and it keeps the NFL in the news throughout the offseason. Let's th- let's face it, Major League Baseball is like picking up tomorrow with spring training games. No one's talking about it. No one cares, really. They want to hear what's going on in the coaching carousel and the quarterback carousel in the National Football League. All right, so we'll get into the Deshaun Watson situation. It's ongoing, by the way. We now know how much money he would lose if he were to sit out, and apparently he's already told the new coach, I have no intention of playing for you. Uh, But we got to get to Tiger. So on the other side, the Tiger Woods accident was the big story of the week. But there's some major unanswered questions that we will get to coming up next. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center. Center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Steve Harbin, Andy Furman with you on a Saturday. Well, one story that came out of nowhere was the near-fatal accident involving Eldrick Tiger Woods. Now, he was here in L.A. over the weekend for he, of course, hosting his golf tournament out at Riviera. And I remember, and, and again, I don't, I, I'm just going to make my observation. Don't read anything into it other than what I saw and what my impressions were. So it was during the final round on Sunday that Jim Nance did an interview with Tiger, and there was a split-screen situation, Andy, right? And one of the things, obviously, Nance was anxious to find out about as Tiger continues recovery from his latest back procedure, was there any chance that he was going to play in the Masters coming up in April? Mm-hmm. And so they did a one-shot on Tiger, and the second they did, I'm looking at the screen, and I'm thinking one of two things is going on. Either Tiger is really tired and hasn't been sleeping much, or he's stoned. I mean, I'm looking at the screen, and I have seen Tiger hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, and he looked either just absolutely dead tired, or he was high. And I thought, and if he was high, I'm like, no big deal. It's it's legal in California. Maybe hanging out with his friends, no harm, no foul. Everything's good. Okay. Hey, good for him. Hey, maybe a little relief. You know what I'm talking about, Andy? Got a right. little back pain, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, there's no, no, nothing wrong with it, okay? Didn't think anything afterwards. And then all of a sudden, we have this accident. Now, here here's what's the mystery about this accident. You know, when you have an, a fatal accident where there is a single driver, you may never get the answer of, like, what happened? Like, what, what happened? And so all these people are speculating. We heard people, like, oh, what do you think happened? We don't have to speculate because the guy that was in the accident is with us still. And right. when they came upon him at the accident scene, he wasn't unconscious. He was fully conscious. In fact, if anything, they said he might have been in a little state of shock because I don't think they said he made up, not understood the magnitude of the leg injury that he suffered. So now the reports are is that he has no recall of the accident. And yet we have that video that TMZ posted of him driving at a normal speed following a van about five minutes before the accident happened. So they, they immediately ruled out, well, he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk. Okay, well, that's you checked that one box off. What else was going on? So think about this, Andy. You're driving along just a normal day, and all of a sudden you're going down this hill. Oh, a lot of accidents down there. Okay, so you mm-hmm. maybe you got a little bit too much speed going. You're like, uh-oh, and you start losing control of the car. What is the first thing you're probably going to do? You're going to hit the brakes. Right. Good or bad, you're going to hit the brakes. There's no brake marks. So the question is this. Was he – I mean – I mean, we could speculate all you want, but the fact is he does know. He wasn't unconscious when they came upon the accident scene, but now all of a sudden he has, I have no recall. Was he on his cell phone? Did he black out? 
The toxicology reports are going to take a while before we find out totally what was in his system. And I keep going back. Have you seen the documentary, the HBO documentary on Tiger? Have you seen right. that yet? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He's just always been an innocent victim through the media. It really, it's not cool to attack or even question Tiger Woods because at least twice while driving after taking prescription drugs, he was lucky to have not committed vehicular homicide. That was back in 09 and in 2017. Well, again, if somebody else had been harmed in this accident, I might say, okay, yeah, there was nobody else harmed. The only one that escaped death was him. Right. So with everything that he's been through, and he's opened up, you know, after he's been forced to open up about the multiple affairs and all the kind of st- crazy stuff that he's had to do over these years, I, I don't understand. If if he was on the cell phone, fine. Okay, you, you made a mistake. All right? right. Or if you use, he had a prescription drug for your back or whatever, and then you, you just sort of, Fine. We're, we're past that, Tiger. Really? Really? We were excited to see you make your miraculous comeback. Winning that Masters in 2019 was one of the greatest sports moments I've ever eyewitnessed. And I was actually here in this seat when he won that Masters on air. It was incredible. I was getting emotional that day. So but people can't separate his success in golf. He may have been he might be the greatest ever, but they can't accept that without kind of moving that over to his private life. And they can't accept the fact that he is a little off-center in his private life. That's the problem. In 2009, when he had that hassle with his ex-wife, uh, he had this so-called accident again, and he they found out that he ingested a strong prescription of that sedative Ambien. And he didn't even get a DUI charge. So it, it, the, they're in love with him. People are in love with Tiger Woods. And I get it. I love him. I think he's been great for the game of golf. He saved the game of golf. But the point is that off the golf course... He's, he's got a problem. He's got major problems. Well, you, you talked about he saved the game of golf. It's a little more than that, Andy. He is the game of golf. He is the golf. game of golf. I yeah. mean, because without him. Now, remember after he won the Masters, no one was more shocked than him. Like in the post-conference, post-tournament conference, while everyone's like, oh, man, Tiger's back. You know, the previous year he'd finished sixth in the British Open, second in the PGA. Now he wins the Masters. Oh, he's back. He's going to start rattling off majors left and right. And he's sitting there, and apparently no one's listening to what he said. I did. And he said, do you know how many things had to go right for me to win this tournament? Do you know how miraculous this was that I won this tournament? I mean, he was telling everybody, look, the golf god smiled on me today, okay? And the, you know, the, this guy hits the wind in the water, you know, all this right. kind of – and it all worked out where I ended up winning the Masters. It was a and great that humbled him. Winning that humbled him a of little bit. Of course it did, but it, people weren't listening. They were all like, he's back, we're back, Tiger's back, we got Tiger again. And since then, he hasn't really seriously contended in, in anything. This is the problem. When you have a sport – that hangs on him. And that comeback was the ultimate tease. Because at that point, remember a year before, he was like 1100th in the world. He wasn't playing anymore. He couldn't move. All these back surgeries, you know, the the pullover with the car, with the medication, everything else. He was done. And all of a sudden, this miraculous comeback got people all excited again. This is the problem when you have a sport that hangs its hat on a single individual. Right. And I don't know how they're ever going to get away from this. Because, look, th- what the doctors are saying about this leg injury – I mean, I mean, the idea this guy's going to play golf 
on a leg that was completely shattered. They don't think you could walk normal within maybe 18 months. So forget about golf. But again, what do they do? They're speculating. Well, Ben Hogan, when he had that tremendous accident against the bus, uh, he winning six majors after his own car accident. Yep. The greatest comeback. Forget it. Stop comparing it. I mean, everybody's got their own body frame. And believe me, this guy's been beat up pretty darn good. I, I just say this, and, you know, I, I had early contact with uh, Tiger in his career back in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, did some interviews. He was a different guy in those days. I mean, he was he, he was young, right? 23, mm-hmm. 24, and, I, and, I get, and looking back on it, I don't hold it against him. I mean, what was going on in his world? I, I covered a win that he had in San Diego, and he was a little dismissive. Uh, then I was there when he won at Pebble Beach, the year that he ended up winning the U.S. Open by 15 shots. Earlier he'd won at Pebble, I was up there. I, I don't look back with any animosity to Tiger. I, I've really been interested in the growth of the individual over the years. He's a much different person now than right. he was back in the day. So... I think that, you know, and this gets back to watching this HBO documentary on his life and his upbringing and his, uh, you know, relationship with his parents, his father especially, where I think we're pretty sympathetic. Like Like if you screwed up, we're okay, man. We're okay. We were so happy to see you win that Masters. People got really emotional. And... We understand you're you're a little left up, okay? That's okay. You're human, okay? You're also the most talented golfer that's ever played. I mean, Nicholas's records still stand, but if you're talking about sheer talent and changing the game, and is there any young golfer playing right now that doesn't cite Tiger Woods as their inspiration? They all do. But what I don't understand is that if the media is in love with him, why? Why is it? Is it because he plays so well? Is it because they need him? Because I go back to the days when he'd call a news conference after a match and only invite certain members of media, his people. And it was crazy. You probably have witnessed that. You know, there's only a select group of people that will be allowed to talk to him after a certain event. You know, that when, would tick me off. When Tiger Woods first hit the scene, and we had this African-American, although he called himself Cablin Asian, that upset a lot of people in the black community at the time that he didn't fully embrace his background. But a lot of people predicted, oh, this is going to open the door for so many African-Americans to get involved in the world of golf. Do you know there are actually less African-Americans on the PGA Tour now than there were 25 years ago? Hmm. So it, it's it, the whole dynamic of Tiger... His father had a vision of one thing, but Tiger had a totally different vision. His only vision was, I want to be the greatest of all time. That was his sole purpose. Not about all the political stuff and and the social significance, although he addressed it. What was more important was, I want to be the best of all time. And in and, and many people's eyes, he certainly was that. So anyway, right. we hope he's going to recover. I wish the guy all the best. I really do. I am totally enamored with Tiger. Whether he plays golf or not really is insignificant. He's given us enough great golf moments for 10 lifetimes. So uh, I just hope this guy recovers from that. All right. I'm with you. Let's find out what's trending right now. And this is where we bring on Mr. David Gascon. What's up, guys? So what was your take on the whole Tiger thing? Well, I consider the fact that accident happened about three miles away from where I live. All right, wow. so give us, take us down that road. I fly down that road. Okay, so you fly down that road. So yeah, times, yeah. if But if you were to be distracted, let's say cell phone, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, or something fell, or maybe you're just not 100% awake. Yeah. 
But didn't it seem curious there were no brake marks? Yeah, I was talking to my dad about it. I actually came on with uh, Rob Parker and Chris Broussard a couple days ago. And the alarming thing was that the sheriff, Sheriff Villanueva, said that he wasn't going to be charged with reckless driving and that it was an accident. Well, it was an accident regardless. But to be. And immediately they said there was no alcohol involved. And as soon as he said that, I said, wait a minute, what about drugs? Yeah. What about. They didn't say anything about drugs. Well, Well. the lead investigator that gets on the scene would need to have probable cause. Right. So if he didn't have red eyes, if he didn't smell of alcohol, then he has no reason to suspect that. That's fine, but what about the drugs? Well, I mean, you can't... If he doesn't suspect it, then he can't test for it. Right. So they never gave him toxicology? You need to have probable cause. Wow. And so when Tiger says, at least from what we're understanding, we haven't actually heard him interview, that when they've been asking him, he says, I I have no recall of the accident. Yeah, and that's your perfect out. Yeah. Because there's a couple things you could say in that situation, in that location. Uh, Like, you could say a coyote jumped out. Right. And that distracted you. But again, like you mentioned, you'd have to brake or jerk the wheel. And then when you hit the center divider, your car would go another way. Well, it also blasted through a welcome to sign. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But those signs are kind of weak anyway. Yeah. yeah, Nevertheless, the fact that the speed that he was traveling at, the speed limit there is is between 35 and 40 miles an hour. And usually it's a heavy congested street anyway, because when you go up Hawthorne, that leads you to Peninsula High School, also leads you to like a financial area. But he was coming from Terranea. So if anyone knows that area, it's the backside where Trump National Golf Course is and Terranea, the resort. And so that's where a lot of people will stay, you know, vacation and right. whatnot. And then they go down that hill to go into Torrance or to go to the Rancho Palos Verdes Country Club. Well, when we saw him earlier. How many wrecks have you gotten on that road? Ah, none. No. Oh, well, but yeah. usually it's it's a pretty congested area at that time because of school, work, and all that stuff. So pre-COVID days and obviously after that, it'll get busy again. But, yeah, I mean, you're going down that road. You're, you're going to be on an, on the side of caution. But at that time of the, of the day, 7-12 in the morning time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know. Well, we had the video of him driving just literally five miles away from when the accident occurred where he was following the van, yeah. going at a normal pace, nothing erratic or anything else. Yeah. So what happened in those five minutes? Yeah. He fell asleep. But the perfect out is I don't remember or yeah. I blacked yeah. out or, well, not blacked out, but I don't remember. Or He's I, got a good attorney. His attorney told him to say doesn't black out, but he was totally conscious when they came on the accident. Yeah. That's, That's personal. interesting. Anyways, um, guys, uh, speaking of golf, golf today. The uh, Workday Championship is is underway along with college basketball, the NBA. Uh, Brooks Koepka, your leader right now at minus 11 at the Workday Championship. Uh, NBA news, Kyrie Irving is out tonight because of a shoulder injury. DeMar DeRozan will play for San Antonio. College basketball, number three, Michigan beat up on Indiana, 73-57. to Underway right now, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Cowboys leading near the end of the first half, 25-24. to National Hockey League, Austin Matthews out for the Maple Leafs. Flyers blank the Sabres 3-0 in Buffalo. Columbus 1-0 at Nashville over the Predators. Guys, back to you. All right, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Gascon. Once again, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Andy, are you a big college hoops guy? 
You know what? I I'm, I am. I'd say yes, I am. But this year was very, very difficult to follow college basketball. Very difficult. The team would play and they go 25 days without playing again and just tough to keep up with it. It really is. It is. And, you know, I agree with you. And, and being a UCLA guy myself, obviously, great pedigree at UCLA. My man Mick Cronin. Mick Mickey. Cronin. I mean, he's yeah. doing a great job. I'm a huge Mick Cronin fan. He changed the whole mentality of UCLA basketball under All Steve defense. Alford with play no defense. Right. You know, he walked in last year, early in the year, and he's telling these guys, if you want court time, you got to play defense. That was a shock to their system. Uh, but they got it, and they figured it out, and that's really what's been uh, a total change. And by the way, that's how Ben Hallen was before Alford. So, but everyone was complaining, oh, we want to see more scoring. I don't care about scoring. I could have a, a 10 to 8 game as long you as they see win. W's. I w's, want you W's, see. right? So, anyways, we get ready for March Madness, and this whole dynamic this year is going to be so different, right? I mean, the entire tournament is going to be in Indianapolis. 68 schools are going to Indianapolis. Now, I have covered five Final Fours in Indianapolis. So I've been there a lot, and it's the best place for a Final Four. One, Indiana is a basketball state. They're basketball crazy there. And I know you've been to Indianapolis. Everything is very centrally located, Andy, where it's easy to get around. It really makes a lot of sense for a Final Four. How about a Final 68? It's it's going to be absolutely nuts. So I'm I'm watching this, and you know as well as I do, when – the overwhelming majority of people in this country fill out a NCAA tournament bracket, right? And you know as well as I do that 99% of the people that fill out a bracket have no idea what they're filling right. out. Right, right. 99%. They don't watch college basketball. It's just like, here it is. It's- they pick the nickname and the colors. Exactly. I remember a news anchor that I was working with. She always wanted to do this, right? So I gave her a bracket, and she looked at me, and she goes, so where is Ball Street? I go, no, no, no. I go, I go, I go, that's Ball State. Ball State. Uh, She didn't, by the way, she won the bracket. You're not going to believe this. She won because she's from Philadelphia. She picked Villanova to win it all, and (sighs) they won the championship that year. All right, yes, uh, Iowa, Sam. Back to your Bruins for a second, uh, Steve. Yeah. I didn't know that there was actually a guy uh, on the team, the fourth leading scorer, Tiger Campbell, who's from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. How about that? Yes. That's yes. really close to where I grew up. I just thought that's interesting. He's out here playing and ball. He, Why didn't he, the Hawkeyes get him? What the heck? I, well, they, or I was how'd they get out? How'd they let him out? <laughs> but he's uh, He is the team's fourth leading scorer and great hair, too. He has tremendous hair. And he has a great name. T-Y-G-E-R. Yes. Yeah, Tiger. Camel. West Coast now. Um, so we're getting all ready for the March Madness. Very exciting. But here, here's, here's where I wanted to go with this right now, Andy. I'm looking at the uh, NBA mock drafts for 2021. And I'm looking down the list, and we're used to seeing a lot of these one-and-done kids. Right. But all of a sudden, mixed in with these one-and-done kids are the kids that opted out of going to college at all and signed up with that G League. Remember they expanded the G right. League this year, Andy? And they're getting good, good money, those So kids. they can actually make some pretty good money. And I'm looking like of the top 15 guys, maybe five or six are not playing college basketball. They're in the G League. Can the NCAA basketball tournament survive? Or can can college basketball survive solely on March Madness if they are going to get more and more robbed 
of the top high school talent that will opt out of an opportunity to even do a one-and-done in college if they can make some money playing this G League? Or is March Madness so strong that regardless of who's on the court, it'll still be a bonanza for college basketball? I would say there's there's two factors that could really do some damage to the NCAA tournament this year. Number one, obviously, the recruits and the future of basketball players going to the G League. That's number one. But number two, the fact that the Blue Bloods may not be there and they may not be there for the big games. I'm talking about Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. Those schools right there may not be there when the finals are coming around. So what does that mean? TV ratings are going to go down because people don't... I don't care how good Gonzaga is. I don't care how good Baylor is. People don't want to see Gonzaga. They want to see Duke. They want to see North Carolina. They want to see Kansas. That's the schools that they want to see. And if they're not on TV, TV ratings will hurt. People will go away. Viewership will go down. It's going to be, it's going to be a big one this year. Plus, this replacement situation... What if, God forbid, a kid on Gonzaga tests positive? They get a replacement from that conference. Who's going to go? San Francisco? I mean, think about that. This replacement thing. You know what it's like, Stevie? It's like if you go to the prom and you're asking little Susie, can you go to the prom with me? She said, well, I might go with you if John doesn't ask me. I'm going to be a replacement. I don't want to be a replacement. Being a replacement is being a loser. Yes, that's right. You're a loser if you're a replacement. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, now you got to understand here, Iowa Sam's a little upset because his superstar, Luke Garza, who's on his way to a second consecutive first-team All-American status, when you look at the mock drafts for him, forget top 15. He's not even a second-rounder. Wow. I haven't seen a single mock draft, not one, that has Luke Garza Drafted, Lu, Lu, yeah, Luca Garza, yeah, Lu, or Luca, Luca Garza, Lu, whatever, whatever. whatever. Well, the reason I say Luca, Luca Bronzy, I got ahead Luke of Garza's myself. Cool too. All right, so well, give you an idea how psych, well, like the hold MO- on, Steve, hold yeah, on. Well, no, I, Bucky Brooks, whose show will be up after this show. Yes, what Jones about Fox. Bucky? Yes, he said he saw Garza going like forty sixth overall. No, I didn't be, see any of that. Well, that's that would be late second. Second. There's yeah. sixty picks in the. Well, draft. I'd have to consult right. Bucky. All right, well, that might have been. He'll make a team. No, he won't. Yes, he uh, he'll be sure. playing in Europe. He'll have a good time there. All right. So yeah. here are the. I was going to mention like the the changing how how this NCAA tournament survives. Like it seems stronger than ever. Huge TV money. Anthony Davis, now a Laker, great player, was the MOP, most outstanding player of the Final Four when he led Kentucky to the title in 2012. In the seven Final Four since, here is a list of the MOPs: Luke Hancock. Shabazz Napier, Tyus Jones, Ryan R.C. Diacono, yes, Joel mm-hmm. Berry, Dante DiVizenzo, and Kyle Guy. Is that sort of a who's who of the NBA right now? I'm asking you. So, in other words, oh. these last seven guys that have been the MOP of the Final Four, zero impact in the NBA. But to defend the NBA... And I hear what you're saying, and it makes sense. But My point is, NBA, college basketball doesn't need the stars. And the NBA doesn't need them either because they're going to Europe to get players. Those are the last seven MOPs of the Final Four. I hear you. Steve. And, yes, and, and Luca Garza might be the next. Who knows? I, I believe Archie Diacono and DiVincenzo are in the NBA, aren't they? That, really? Are they all-stars? I saw the oh. all-star teams. Are they all-stars? They're, they're afterthoughts, though, really. They, yeah, they're, there's a lot of guys that they're have to fill Broadway. out the bench when you got 30 teams yeah. in the league and 14 guys about, in the roster. What about the guy on the Celtics who had that great run for Purdue? I'm forgetting his name right now. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, they made it to the lead eight, and he was he was on his way. I, I am talking MLP. about the MOP yeah. of the Final right. Four. It's about Those matchups. are the last seven. 
But that's a strange stat, and I'll tell you why. You could have an outstanding player that gets bounced out in the first round and can be an all-star and MVP in the NBA. All right, let so, me let right? me go back in the day. Uh, here's some MOPs in the past. Uh, Magic Johnson, Daryl Griffith, Isaiah Thomas, James that. Worthy, Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. And by the way, I didn't skip any years. I just rattled off six in a row. Those are those are Hall of Famers, okay? With the exception maybe of Daryl Griffith. Where, I mean, the, the point is, is that college basketball will survive. Oh yeah, it and will. it's really the power, the uniqueness of March Madness, where, like I said before, ninety nine percent of the people, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people that fill out a bracket have no idea what they're filling out. Right, but you got to agree that the fact that if Gonzaga and Baylor go deep without any blue blood, it's going to hurt ratings. It really will. I believe I believe it will. Well, it hasn't hurt the ratings as far as the NCAA tournament. And after canceling the tournament a year ago, uh, i got to believe eyeballs are going to be riveted on March Madness uh, this year. All right, once again, we are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. We got the latest on Deshaun Watson and its future or non-future in Houston coming up next. Steve Harbin, Annie Furman with you. All right, Annie, I want to get your thoughts here on this Deshaun Watson situation. So you have... Deshaun Watson, who apparently met with their new coach, making it clear that he has no intention of ever playing again with the Houston Texans. And the Texans have made it perfectly clear they will not trade Watson at all. Um, They're not even entertaining phone calls from anyone, which, by the way, you could read into it the way that, well, they haven't heard a phone call they like uh, as far as a trade is concerned. So what, what would be next for Deshaun Watson? Well, he could sit out the year. And that would cost him more than $20 million. $20 million he would throw away if he were to sit out the entire season. Um, so what do you make of this, Andy? I mean, where, where are we going well, look, with this Deshaun Watson situation? I, I don't think it's something that happened overnight that he disliked playing in Houston, number one. Number two, if he disliked it so much, why did he sign a contract through 2025 for a $156 million extension? That's number two. And number three, why did he sign the contract in September after DeAndre Hopkins, his star receiver, was already gone? He knew they'd be in trouble. He knew that they would be in trouble. They needed that money to pay his long-term contract. So now all of a sudden, he's putting emojis on social media, which I thought was disgusting. You don't like it? Go behind closed doors and discuss it. And he didn't do that. Well, we haven't heard any public statements from Deshaun Watson. Reports say, reports say, reports say. We haven't heard. Sean Watson hasn't held a press conference. We haven't heard. We haven't heard one actual audio from Deshaun Watson talking about how he wants out of Houston. By the way, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call one eight 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 Farmers. You can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Now, apparently in Vegas, Andy, taking a lot of future bets. Right? You know, Vegas likes to take a lot of future bets, and apparently a lot of people are jumping on the Jets as a long-shot pick, thinking that he may end up getting traded to the Jets. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, everybody. Remember what happened in 2020. Deshaun Watson had an amazing season, deservedly made the Pro Bowl. He had the second-highest passer rating in the NFL behind only Aaron Rodgers. He led the league in passing yards. And his team still finished 4-12. and 
The Jet, right. if the Jets got their draft picks, I mean, if they give up four number ones, two twos, and Sam Darnold in order to get Deshaun Watson, it doesn't change the dynamic of the rest of their team. If we learn anything from Deshaun Watson in 2020, is that just because you have a really great quarterback, if you don't have the other pieces, you're going to lose more games than you win. And it I've takes said this more already. than a great quarterback. Right. And I've said this in the past. They could have been four and twelve without Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like this idea. Wow. You you put Deshaun Watson in the Jets. Boom. They're a playoff team. Really? Because he could not have been better. He had the best statistical season of his career in 2020, and the Texans were four and twelve. It's an ugly situation. And you know what? It's going to get even ugly. He doesn't want to play there. He refuses to play there. You got to listen to trade offers. You got to get rid of him. He's not going to play. And he'd rather sit out, I believe, than play. All right. So let me let me throw a team quickly at you, the Miami Dolphins, which is a good team. They won 10 games this year. All right. So I'm going to give you, I'm the Dolphins, and I call Houston. Here's what we're going to give you. We have two ones and two twos this year. You get all four picks. Two future number ones, and we'll give you two a tongue of Iloa. Done. I do it yesterday. Okay. Done. Houston, you say yes. Miami giving up too much, or you add him. Deshaun Watson to a team already with the defense, special teams, a 10-wing team. Brian Flores, one of the young, bright coaching stars in this league. Does it make him a Super Bowl contender immediately, Miami, with Deshaun Watson? Uh, pretty pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. They go deep in the playoffs, I'll tell you that. I don't know about Super Bowl because you got injuries all the time. But I tell you what, they'd be down the road on yeah. their way. I, I, I get, I'm with you on that. I mean, it, Miami, listen, make the deal. It's good Do for it. you, and it'll Do be it. good for the Texans. All right, we got much more on a lot of NFL news, NBA as well, coming up next. Do it! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Rolling along on another beautiful Saturday. Hartman and Furman with you. We are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch. You could save on your auto insurance. What is he going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of food your friends ate again. Call 1-888-FARMERS for a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. By the way, speaking of food, Andy, now here in <laughs> studio... This has been an ongoing thing. You know, I, I'm here Saturdays and Sundays, and with Iowa Sam, and, well, we've had a variety of, you know, we have Gavin, we have Lee, we have Vince, we have a variety of producers. Gascon's always here. Uh, you know, Rich Ormberger is quite the cook. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if oh, you follow. Man. Oh, he's, he, are you, are you a foodie Per se, Andy. I mean, not really. Not no, now. no. I'm a White Castle kind of guy. In and out burger, pizza. That's about right, it. Right. Yeah. You, you don't get into any refined food. Nothing like refined. It. I, I didn't even use silverware. What do you mean refined? <laughs> oh, wait a second. You're a man just, after my own heart. Just see, stuff it in. So, see, I, you know, Monday through Friday, I, I'm in San Diego. Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends, I'm up here in L.A. And it's an interesting dynamic because I'm with my ex-wife and my children and dogs on the weekend, and I'm really on my own during the week. I have a little apartment down in San Diego. And I do not own a fork, a spoon, a, pl- a plate, or anything. I do not have silverware. I have nothing in my cupboards. What? When I go in to eat something, I go out, you know, I might zip through a little breakfast. Uh, later on, if I, I'm feeling hungry, I go get something to eat. Right. That's it. I, there's nothing. There's nothing in my Cupboards, nothing like that. It's the way to live. It's the only way to live. I'm really. not, people call it uh, a Spartan existence. I go, no, it's efficient. I don't it's have great. waste. Then you There's gotta no wash, waste. Wa- wash dishes nothing and stack like them that. up. No, Forget it. Forget no. about it. But I got Iowa Sam. You know, he likes to cook and eat all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's just too much I work. Do use silverware. <laughs> There's no silverware. Necessary. I have a, yeah. I have a glass. I have a beer glass that I use for go. wine. How about that? It's a beer Perfect. glass. That I use for wine. Well, I hope you have some kind of cup. You're not going to cup your hands and drink out of your hands, are you? I you use that glass for, for everything. For, for your teeth at night when you take them out. No, right. I just... Oh. <laughs> no, that's the one thing about me, Andy. There's a lot of things that are not going well. I, I, I went to see the dentist last week. I have never had a cavity in my life. God bless you. Wow. Well, you know why you don't eat anything. That's I exactly. I the guy clean. You know the lady cleans my teeth. Then the you know the dentist comes in. He pokes around a little bit. He says the same thing to me every six months. He says, "If everyone had teeth like yours, I'd be out of business." Fortunately, wow. the majority of people do not have teeth like you yours. Know, you're a good man. You're one of the few of people that I know that I've spoken with that goes every six months, and I do. I go every six months. Yeah, I just go in and get clean, and that's it. Nothing. That's what I, I just, do. Clean. Sometimes, crazy. sometimes an X-ray. Yeah. I usually just clean. <laughs> um, Speaking of clean, uh, Tom Brady, we haven't spoken, you and I, since Tom Brady's seventh Super Bowl championship. Before we get into a little in-depth on his future, uh, what, what were, you, were you stunned when it all went down, especially the way that Tampa just absolutely blew out the Chiefs in that Super Bowl? What were your thoughts on what you saw well, that day? I think that he got a little too much credit because I think the defense really pushed him over the hump. I really do. The defense was tremendous, number one. Number two, I think Kansas City was really behind the eight ball when they lost those two offensive guard, two offensive linemen. That really hurt them because you saw Mahomes really almost running for his life. But again, I was happy for Tom Brady. I think it's great. I think it was wonderful. But again, a little too much credit for him. And I will say one thing as an addendum over here. When he took the trophy 
and flipped it from one boat to the other yeah. in that party. Yeah. And that, that woman, get a life. Get a freaking life. I mean, I thought it was wonderful. I did, you too. Know? I mean, he was I drunk. He was drunk. Look, he and was, and I love like, that he was drunk because I mean, it's under these humans. Exactly. When they were dragging him off the boat like Weekend at Bernie's, right? I mean, he's right. you know, uh, right. like this. Right. It was perfect. Oh, no, I, I 100% agree with you. It was very much the human side of Tom Brady. By the way, here's one thing about this season that a lot of people lose sight. We talk about Patrick Mahomes, and he really is going to be the future of this league, no question. He had a bad day at the office. Worst loss of his entire NFL. NFL career. But this season, if you include the playoffs, Tom Brady threw for more yards and more touchdown passes this year than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's staggering. 43 years old. Now, you know, we've been talking about Brady for years, right, Andy? Like, at some Mm -hmm. point, we saw... You know, Peyton Manning go off the cliff. We saw Brett Favre go off the cliff. Guys that seemingly were going to go forever, and then when they lost it, it was over, and they were done. And we keep saying, it's going to happen to Ray. It happens to everybody. Father time always catches up with everybody. No! And, And here's what I don't understand. You know, people make fun of Tom Brady and TB12 and what he puts in his body and everything else. All I know is this. It works. If I it works. And if I if I were one of these quarterbacks and I would like to extend my career to make, you know, tens of millions of dollars well into my 40s, I am calling him like, all right, I've heard you because you know these quarterbacks, they all have their chefs and everything. I am going to do exactly what Tom Brady's doing. Now I don't know I if I'm gonna this. get the same results, but it's working for him. I'm gonna roll the dice that it works for me as well. I would say this if I'm Ben Roethlisberger, I call up Tom Brady to Tom, help me out. Thank What's you. your diet? What do you do every day? Because he looks like a job. He really does. <laughs> I mean, he's thirty nine years old. And look, he had a hell of a year. Yes, he, he threw six hundred passes, he had thirty something touchdowns and ten INTs, but he got you know, he gets a lot of heat and now they say that he's lost it. He, he had a good year. He, he really doesn't did. throw the long ball anymore, <laughs> though, Andy. And he has no he running average, game. Yeah. You know, the, the name of the game in Pittsburgh has always been the running game, but still if I'm Ben Please, Tom, I'll, I'll give you some money. To help me out because I want to look like you. I want to play a couple of more years. <laughs> well, he's never going to look like him because right. you're going to need a little uh, little surgery done as well. Because let's, right. let's say Brady's had a little help, you know, and that's right. fine. Right. I don't have a problem with that. Everyone wants to look the way they want to look. Um, right. But it's just amazing to me that if you're if you're one of these younger quarterbacks, man, I'm going on the Tom Brady plan now. I'm right. not going to wait till it's too late. I, whatever you're doing. Uh, is, he doesn't seem to have lost any arm strength. I mean, he still makes all the throws. He obviously is thinking clearly. It, it, it's a remarkable story. Um, but I mean, excuse me for one second. You know, you know what really blows my mind, and you really don't read or hear a lot about this. You're a kid getting drafted out of college. You're maybe 19, 20 years old. You go to training camp. You're in the locker room with Tom Brady, who may be as old as your dad. I mean, and the fact that there's like a a, a, a Bonding well, they've been playing. He's been playing right. longer than these kids are been alive. The guys right. that are getting drafted right now. Mahomes was six years old when Brady yeah. won his first title. It's amazing. But I like to see the relationship. How do how do kids coming out of college that go to Tampa, you know, really relate? And do you call him Mr. Brady? I mean, really think about that for a second. They may call him Mr. Brady. I've always said this. You know, we we sometimes we marvel. We have a huge college star, right? And it doesn't pan out for them. In the NFL. And in a lot of circumstances, could be the wrong place at the wrong time. Josh Whereas Rosen. other guys, well, yeah, but it, he, okay. All right. You mentioned Josh Rosen. Now, this is sort of near and dear to me because, again, he I went know. to UCLA, I right? Yep. And I, I covered a couple of his high school games at really? St. John Bosco. I saw this kid in high school. The Chosen Rosen. The Chosen Rosen. I remember... 
being a little underwhelmed even in high school watching him. It wasn't so much that he couldn't make the throws or his physical stature. That was all there. But in talking to him, it's sort of like, okay, this, this guy's missing the point. Here, here's the thing, and anyone will tell you this that makes the transition from college football to the NFL, how do you give your best, give yourself the best chance to be successful? And that is to understand from day one that this is a job. Right. This is a job. And like any job, if you want to be successful in your job, you got to work. You got to work. You got to outwork everybody else. There are no shortcuts. When you're a Josh Rosen who has give, you know, God-given gifts, physical gifts, you, you really don't have to do a lot. Mm-hmm. And but when you get to the NFL, you do. Cuz guess right. what? You're amongst your peers now. All these guys have the supreme skills. So it's not like, you know, Peyton Manning could never throw a spiral. He never threw a spiral. He, he threw an ugly pass, but it got to the receiver because he right. knew what he was looking at. You watch Tom Brady. He's still not a great athlete. He's maxed out his athletic potential, which is light years away from a lot of the other successful quarterbacks in this league. But he does his homework. He never stops working. Work, 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 work. That's how he is where he is. So if well, you want to, you want right, to, you've got you, to do you, these things. But he also had a great a bunch of talent and great personnel, both defensively and on the offensive side. And you saw that because that's what, what why offense? How many of his offensive uh, skill players are in the Hall of Fame? Randy no, no, Moss? no, this year. No, no, talk about this well, year. Well, this year, yeah, but over yeah. the course of no, his career. Agreed, agreed. Maybe one, maybe Randy Moss. Maybe. I mean, do you, do you honestly think that uh, Julian Edelman or a He's Wes a Welker would ever, we've ever heard of these guys had I'm it not you. been for Tom Brady? I agree. Now, I Rob agree. Gronkowski, that's a different. How about Gronk, huh? Two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. He's something, isn't he? Oh, I but still, I mean, but I, I'm with you. I mean, but he knew what he was getting into because he basically helped f- form that personnel in Tampa. I guess he went with Bruce Arias and said, look, we need this, we need this, I'm going to go there, but I want to get this. Well, and he, he got, got the guys protection. that were hungry. You bring in right. an Antonio Brown, you bring in Leonard Fournette, right? You bring Gronk out of retirement. And they all contributed. Yes, they did. So, you know, and that I guess that's why, you know, Russell Wilson started sounding off, right? You know, why can't I get those guys? Well, you're not Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sorry, Russell. You're not Tom Brady. And just to some extent, Deshaun Watson the same way. The guy the kid's 26 years old and he has nothing to show for himself. Yeah, he's got some great stats, but, you know, where's that team going? Nowhere. And his teammate J.J. Watt bolted. I mean, come on. Where are they going? All right. We're uh, going to the All-Star break coming up here shortly in the NBA. Has the NBA made the most of their opportunity post-bubble from last season? We're going to give it an update coming up next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Steve Arbin and Andy Furman. Andy, I see where the NBA TV ratings are up this season, although that's a little bit of a deception. They're, they are, they're trying to make like they're huge, like year to year, they're way up, way up. And that's before the pandemic hit. But then right. you look a little closer and I, whoa, whoa, hold on a second here. Because the season started late. It started, you know, Christmas Day, essentially, or the day before Christmas Day. And they got those insane numbers to kick off the season. So they're not up 20, 30% like some reports are. It's more like about 8%, but they're, they're doing okay. How much, how much have you been engaged in this NBA season and and then follow up question is are you still a little put off watching games at these games where there are no fans is that still it's, it's very difficult I yeah. find it very difficult watching without fans and I will tell you something else it, it hurts me to admit this to you but I would never lie to you Steve Hartman uh, as a kid when I graduated high school in my high school yearbook and they say what do you want to do with your life I said, I want to work in the NBA. Mm. And they and and came back to me. My teacher said, you mean you want to be an NBA? No, no, no. Not NBA. I want to work in the NBA, not NBA. And I still, to some extent, want to do that. And I'm working with a group of people, potential investors, to bring an NBA team to Louisville. I love the NBA. I live for the NBA. You know, I attended an NBA draft when the late Jay Walter Kennedy was commissioner. Wow. He invited me. Yes. It was in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. So I, I go back, you know, to the NBA days. But today, I'm waning because I don't like what we talked about at the top of the show with the self-promotion, with the branding, and what really was the thing that kind of kicked me in the groin when the NBA players said, A, they don't want to have an all-star game, they don't want to go to Atlanta, and B, they don't want to do public service announcements on the vaccine. That killed me. That killed me because they have such a stage and they can reach so many people and so many African-Americans in those communities, and they don't want to talk about the vaccine. That really, really hurt me. Well, you have this balancing act that Adam Silver understands 100%. He's a very smart guy, Adam Silver. The NBA is very lucky to have him as a commissioner. Now, when they had the bubble, Black Lives Matter was on the court. 
No questions asked. Yes, some right. people were put off by it. The right. ratings were down tremendously. I mean, the NBA Finals ratings were down 51%. And you had a captive audience to everyone sitting at home during the pandemic. So he realized, all right, we did what we did. We were responsible to a major subject matter during that time. But we're not going to bring that back once we start the new season. Then you had the situation with Mark Cuban, where oh. which was unbelievable because he makes this announcement that we're not playing the national anthem and we don't know if we'll be brought back. Of course, no one even realized no one that knew. they that they hadn't been playing it the entire season. But right. what? But did Adam Silver say he wasted no time? Oh yes, yes, you are going to play the national anthem, and Cuban immediately backed off. Now, if guys want to protest during the anthem, that's one thing. But we're not going to alienate a lot of people that just simply want the anthem. They may not be happy if protests are happening, but we're going to play the anthem. Because if you don't play the anthem, now now you're really taking a lot of people out of the mix. So it's been a balancing act for the NBA. I'm with you, Andy. There's there's They have the platform. I mean, these are as high-profile individual athletes as we have in this country. NBA stars are not just stars here. They're international stars. Correct. And someone like LeBron James, and I can't say that I'm always 100% in lockstep with LeBron, but I'm a huge LeBron James fan. He's not shy. I mean, this was the knock on Michael Jordan. This was the knock on Tiger Woods, that they were apolitical. They did not want to go down that path. He's not afraid of that. And that I support 100%. Now, again, I don't have to agree with everything he says, but I support his decision to go down that path. I saw where Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, now is questioning. Did you see this Zlatan? Uh, He was here with the L.A. Galaxy a little bit, and he's being critical of LeBron. And LeBron came back. LeBron's got a pair of hanging downs. Exactly. Do you have that? that. Let's hear that. We have this. All right. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who, of course, is a great soccer star and brought his skills to the LA Galaxy. Let's let's hear what Zlatan had to say. He's a phenomenal in what he's doing. But I don't like when people, when they have some kind of status and they go in and they do politics at the same time what they're doing. I mean, do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best in playing football. I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, I would do politics. That is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they come in a certain uh, status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. All right. So, and by the way, there's a lot of people that would agree with Zlatan. He's not just, you know, some isolated guy, Neanderthal, you know, with some uh, predated (laughs) ideas about, you know, whether or not, you know, celebrities in general should talk politics. Here was LeBron's response. It's funny he say that because I believe in like 2018, he was the same guy who said uh, when he was back in Sweden talking about the same things um, because his last name wasn't a certain last name that uh, he felt like it was some racism going on when he was out on the pitch. Um, right? He did say that, right? Yeah. I thought he was, I thought he said that. So, um, I speak from a very educated mind. Um, so, um, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. All right. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios calls farmers today for a quote. I'm with, I'm a LeBron. I mean, again, when you say 
don't talk about something you don't have knowledge of. Well, no, 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 you can't do that. I mean, this is called freedom of speech, freedom of right. expression. I'm 100% by that, and this is what but we do But he sounds like day. Laura Ingram. Remember Laura Ingram, yeah. the talk show host said, just shut up and play? Shut Why? up and dribble. Shut up shut and up dribble. Shut up and dribble, yeah. yeah. Shut up and dribble. That was her. So, again, you don't have to agree with everything he says. And maybe he'll say something that really irritates you where you're turned off to him. He doesn't really care. Right. You know, he feels that he is connecting with a lot of people out there that want him to express his thoughts. So I, I back up LeBron in this. And by the way, can we, can we, speaking of LeBron, I'm, I'm watching him again yesterday, right? I'm watching this game last night. They, they have no Anthony Davis. They were down early to Portland. They came back to win easily. He's got like 29 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists, four steals, playing both. I'm like, the argument about the greatest of all time, the greatest NBA player of all time is named LeBron James. Sorry, Michael Jordan fans. Well, let's put the brakes on that for a second, if I can, because this is an argument that's going to be ongoing and it'll never end. I think the greatest of all time has to be defined by the position they play. I think it's very difficult to put an Oscar Robertson, a Jerry West, LeBron, and Michael Jordan in the same barrel and say who's the greatest of all time. I think you can't do it. Can you put Kareem in there? No, they're different ball players. So the greatest of all time has to be, at least in my mind, defined by the position they play. All right. So did LeBron James play the same position as Michael Jordan? To no. some extent, yes. To some extent, yes. Okay. I mean, LeBron, LeBron is essentially a point forward. Right. But in a in a power forward's body. So he's a point forward in a power forward's body. So if you're going to say, who is that? Nobody. LeBron. Right. There's no, no other LeBron, player LeBron, physically to, to me, like LeBron. I take LeBron over Michael Jordan because what LeBron does as far as assists and rebounding has it all over him plus the scoring aspect. But if you're going to ask me the greatest of all time in the NBA, and the problem with that question is that the people that they ask are the last 10 years. That's it. They don't know the history of the NBA. Do you do the same thing with the football? Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain is the greatest of all time, period. Average 50 points a game one year. And better players because the league had 18. You know, I my son, my younger son, is an absolute basketball fanatic. He's 22. He'll be 23 in the NMA. He lives and breathes basketball 24 seven. All right, good. So I, I, I and yesterday, this is uh, Annie. I'm dating myself, but I'm going to point this out. Yesterday, February 26th, was the 50th anniversary of my father taking me to my first Lakers game. I was 12 years old. And my dad took me to my first Lakers game, February 26th, 1971. Ironically, it was a Friday because I looked it up. Same thing as it is today, 50 years later. So I'm showing my son last night the box score of that game. Wilt, Jerry West, Gail Goodrich, Happy Hairston was on there. Happy Hairston, NYU. Yeah, um, and I'm watching that going against the Seattle Supersonics way back in the day. Watts. Yeah, no, no, no. This is pre-slick watch. We were going 1971. But look, I, I, Wilt Chamberlain and I saw. I mean, you know, I'm old enough to remember Wilt. And I agree with you. And then people that say, well, who did he play against? Think about this. When Wilt came into the NBA, there were eight teams. Correct. Imagine if right now you were cutting the NBA from 30 teams to eight how good? Be better, how right. good would those rosters be? Plus, it was a center's league. You had Willis Reed. You had Bill Russell. You had Nate Thurman. You had Wesley Unsell. Well, you Bellamy. Had, right. You had centers that performed. Right now, it's not a center's league. 
It's a shooter's league. Imagine it's a again, league. if you were to take the NBA and reduce it from 30 to 8, how good would those eight teams be? Right, a lot of people on unemployment. I mean, we're talking about guy, you know, trying the NBA, trying to get two or three superstars on the same team. You would have eight teams that would be all superstar teams, right? So that's NBA, what that yeah. was the that was the NBA. They were the best basketball players, bar none. Right. There was there wasn't a lot of you know fluff. Now you could say, well, the athletes weren't the same and everything else. Okay, that's fine. I know it's a different game, but we'll dominate it. Well, every you know, single night he dominates. You know what changed everything? And I, I really date myself. You know, talk about Bob Cousy, right? The first guard, star guard. I remember having a conversation with Jerry West when Jerry came into the league. First time he guarded Bob Cousy, he was in such awe. He didn't know whether to guard him or ask him for his autograph. <laughs> Cousy was the biggest star in the league. He was right. even bigger than Bill Russell, okay? And that might have been a race situation. It was. But, I mean, that's how Cousy was. And you watch Cousy, right? The old, you know, black and white of Cousy. If you try to figure out what's the difference in the game, watch how he dribbles the ball. In those days, your hand had to be on top of the ball. Right. At all times. But they never call the turnovers this day. In this day and age, they don't call turnover. The idea of carrying the the ball ball over. In fact, um, there was a Richie Powers was an NBA official for many years. You would remember way back in the day. When he was a rookie official, I remember hearing an interview. He's doing a preseason game with the Celtics. And Kuzi is dribbling the ball and he blows the whistle. Carrying it over. And right at Arbach's on the bench, the coach of the Celtics screaming like, What? So then they take the ball out again, and Kuzi's dribbling the ball up, and he blows the whistle again, carrying it over. <laughs> and Red Albrecht runs over to this rookie official and goes, you blow the whistle one more time. You were working your last game. Okay? So even then, but that's the difference. I mean, the right. idea of why was the game so much slower? Imagine if you had to dribble the ball where your hand has to be on top of the ball the entire time. That's the difference back in those days, right. as opposed to guys are carrying their ball over constantly. Was- and they were a little more stingy on statistics back in the day, because right now you get a rebound, yeah. throw it out to the corner, and that guy gets it to someone else. They'll give two assists on that basket. Back in the day, it's like the pass that initially creates the goal is right. the assist. Well, a lot of people had a theory that John Stockton was had, had handed five assists before he walked in the building Probably back so. in his day with the Jazz. All right, uh, let's find out what's trending right now. Let's turn to one David Gascon. Did you David know that? David Gascon. Did you know that if you watch, and you're like, why? Why does the old NBA seem so slow? Look at how they had to dribble the basketball. Yeah, I, you know, in defense of what Andy was saying, Furball brought up a good point because. You get guys like Oscar Robertson. You yep. get, uh, I mean, Jerry West. I mean, there's no three-point line that was around when he played. Right. And, oh, yeah. That's always a great story about, you know, when Pete Maravich averaged 44 points a game throughout his entire yeah. college career without a single three-point shot. It's amazing. Great shooters without three-point. I mean, Dave Bing in the NBA, there was no three-point shot then. None. Jerry West, are you kidding me? Wow. Unbelievable. So, but you think hands down, LeBron James, greatest basketball player. He has the greatest resume. I've always said this: that Kareem was way overlooked. I mean, yeah. you talk about he had more MVP awards, college basketball, the, you know, the whole shebang, right? Yeah. 
You ask 10 people on the street or NBA fans, who's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA? Nine out of the 10 will never tell you what's Kareem. They don't know. They don't he know. is overlooked. He is totally overlooked. Right. But I, I saw mean, him play in high school, Powell Memorial High School in New York City. But, but, Steve, if you're going to use that argument with resume, would you then defer and say, okay, well, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time because of his resume? He has the best resume. Look, I, I can't – I've always had this about, you know, like uh, we, we get into this argument, what's, is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. Well, if he had been on this or if he had been on a – I can't do the hall of what ifs. Yeah. It's the hall of what was. Yeah. You can't base a career on, well, gee, if he played on a better team. That's but that, that's where it's a farce because Eli Manning will probably go to the Hall of Fame because he won two Super Bowls. But really and truly, I don't think his resume stacks up to be a Hall of Famer, but he won the two rings. Well, I see Jim Plunkett won two rings. Yeah. He's not in the Hall of Fame. All right. Uh, but there's a balance for you when it comes to resume and statistics because obviously Brady's not going to when he retires eventually I mean he'll be the oldest quarterback in NFL history Brady has the greatest resume of any quarterback ever period exclamation point not statistically speaking though well, he's now going to be number one in every category for I mean for Super Bowls and wins. Yeah, of no, course. no, no. He no. already holds the NFL career Passing. record for touchdown passes. Okay, but I'm he talking will about- pass Breeze in the other categories next season. Oh, there's a guy. There's a guy in Kansas City who's going to have something to say about that in a well, few years. Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> so, well, he's got a long way to go. Oh, of course he does. Uh, and you know, he, and he's just coming off the worst lot. What if What if it turns out that was he wins one Super Bowl? What if he never wins another Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes? Oh, I mean, I, I remember I was at Dan Marino's one Super Bowl. I was up right. there at Stanford Stadium that second year. He had 48 touchdown passes that year, 5,000 yards. The old record was 36 touchdowns. You're thinking, okay, so he lost today to a better team. He'll be back. Never did. Well, never I mean, did. Never was back. I'm sure people thought the same thing with Manning, right? I mean, he won that one title in Indy. Yep. They had to come from behind to beat New England in the first half. And he finally wins another one as a shell. And, of course, he yeah, the, was, his greatest statistic of the year, the 55 touchdown year, they get blown out blown by out. Seattle. Yeah. I mean, he was pulled the year they won the Super Bowl for Brock Osweiler. So, so. again, when we compare, the fact is Tom Brady has won seven yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay, those are in the bank. Okay. That's how you get to be the GOAT. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, guys, uh, college basketball right now. UConn's taking apart Marquette 69-55. That ball game's on Fox. Florida State, 11th ranked in the nation, just getting things underway with North Carolina. Seminoles lead by four, 16-12. West Virginia, 10th ranked in the nation. They lead Kansas State 17-11. And Virginia Tech already up by 16 over Wake Forest, 33-17. San Diego State, Boise State getting things underway from San Diego. Aztecs lead by a three, 12 to nine. National Hockey League. Capitals beat the Devils today. Predators 2-1 over Columbus. And the Flyers won 3-0 at Buffalo. Pitchers and catchers are there. And uh, Andy, are you excited at least for your Reds to start the season? At Look, least to open they, it up? They lose a Cy Young pitcher. They yeah. don't put anybody else. They're looking for a shortstop. I like baseball. You know, I want to see them do well. It's good for the community. It's good for business. It's good for the city. But I, I don't uh, – I mean, look what St. Louis did. I mean, come on. I, I, I don't see how they compete. Are they just, Are they going to have fans in attendance? They said they're going to get 30%. The governor of Ohio, Governor DeWine, said 30% capacity. So I guess that will be about 12,000 people. But, I, you know, I think I might still stay away a little bit. I don't know. You'd not go to an opening day, at least? Uh, there's too many people. Right. I'm afraid. Right. I know Steve's going to be in San Diego <laughs> hanging out with Fernando I haven't left Tatis. my house in six months. I, I want to get to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would. I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm going to tell Andy how my world has changed. Okay? 
please do. All right. I'm going to tell you exactly how it's changed. David, thank you very much. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS-TO-SWITCH. You can save a bundle on your auto insurance. All right. So I'm a Los Angeles guy who really got my roots in radio in San Diego. And San Diego is near and dear to me. My children were all born in San Diego. I met my future ex-wife in San Diego. <laughs> so, that doesn't sound right. I, I know it doesn't. Um, we have a great relationship. Uh, San Diego's near and dear to me, and I've been back in San Diego over the last six years uh, in a very difficult time for that city because they lost their NFL team. And the, and the horror of horrors, obviously, was losing the team to Los Angeles. Right. Um, people, if you don't understand the Southern California dynamic, Southern California is divided into three distinct regions. There's Los Angeles, there's Orange County, and there is San Diego. They are totally distinct markets. They're not just one lump sum. Okay. Well, I interrupt for a second. Yes. Because you got my head spinning right now. You were there, you were born there. You were probably there when they had the San Diego Conquistadors. Well, I wasn't born in San Diego, but I do remember the San Diego Conquistadors with Wilt as a uh, coach. Coach, yeah. Yeah, for a, for a brief time. So, right. yeah, I mean... And, and and being an L.A. guy, San Diego, no one in L.A. has any animosity toward San Diego. None. Zero. It's like, who doesn't love San Diego? It's the perfect weekend getaway. You got the zoo. You got SeaWorld down there. You got the most perfect weather on the planet. Uh, everyone loves San Diego. But that's all changing all of a sudden. Oh, the San Diego Padres have suddenly put a wrench in the old theory that if you're in a small market— that you can't spend right. money. And right. guess what? They have exposed what we have been saying for years. It's n- there's no such thing as small markets. Every right. one of these owners and these professional teams are billionaires. Got news for you. It's just that some choose to spend money and some don't. They're all in this year. They are all in. They have the top 10 uh, payroll in baseball. They're number nine, I believe, in payroll this year. They're spending money like there's no tomorrow. And you just handed a kid who just turned 22. Fernando Tatis Jr. was born January of 1999. That's when he was born, Andy. 1999. Okay. So they just handed a kid who's played a total of 143 regular season games, a fully guaranteed $340 million contract with no opt-outs and people are like what What it's crazy or is it think about this i'm looking at albert pujols right now remember when albert pujols was the best player in baseball with the st louis cardinals and he signed this huge contract with the angels and it was a big story i mean pujols is coming except the pools that existed in st louis has never shown up in an angel uniform exactly and yet they're on the hook for all that money as he is now, and I've always questioned Pujols' real age. But anyway, as he gets into his, like, 40s. Think about this. You have tied up a kid through the age of 34. And if he's all that, hey. It's a bargain. It's a bargain, he really. He still has a chance to make more money after that. And you say, well, but what about what if he doesn't make it? That's why they have insurance policy, folks. Um, but I just I wanted to ask you about your thoughts that I mean it's so bizarre for me during the week in San Diego that everyone's talking about the San Diego Padres. They're in the news. They they, they got Blake Snell. They got you Darvish. They got Musgrove. They signed uh, the all big deals, you know, to Manny Machado. I mean, it's like what is right. going on all of a sudden? We're we're easily getting all these you know national people are showing up on press conferences with Jace Tingler, the manager of the Padres. Um, but you've been in that Cincinnati market. They 
have a tremendous baseball history. I mean, it all started with the Cincinnati Redlegs in 1869. I know, Andy, you don't go all the way back to that. Uh, but Close to it. But, I mean... When what what has been has they been talking about what's going on in San Diego with this Fernando Tatis Jr. contract? Is this is this leaked into the conversation you know in Cincinnati? I, I, I do listen to to the talk radio in Cincinnati, and I read the paper every yeah. day. And you would think that there would be. It's almost like we're a different part of the world in Cincinnati. Mm. There's like a wall around us. Right. It's like Cincinnati, Cincinnati, and that's it. And they could do no wrong. And we're like the greatest place on earth. And look, I love living here. I really do. And I lived in a lot of places. It's a great place. It really is. But the point is, there's such loyal fans. They love the Reds. They've been brought up with the Reds. And what they do more than any other city I've lived in that has baseball is live in the past. All they talk about is the big red machine. I was born and bred in Brooklyn, New York. And I used to follow the Yankees. The Dodgers had left when I was a kid. They were gone. And I never, ever heard anybody talk about the 27 Yankees when I was growing up. I mean, I knew about them. I read about the 27 Yankees, Ruth and Gehrig or whatever. I didn't even hear about the 50 Yankees with DiMaggio. I always talked about the Yankees of the day, the present-day Yankees. But here, it's always about the big red machine, the great eight with Joe Morgan, may he rest in peace, and Pete Rose and Johnny Bench. That's all they talk about. It's great history. It really is. But... History is one thing for books. I want to see what's going to be on the field for now. And really, the last several years hasn't been much. They made the playoffs last year as a wild card. They couldn't score a run against the Braves, and they got eliminated. Yeah, and, and they wasted a great uh, pitching performance by Bauer in one of those games. Just very quickly, Andy, before we get to the other side, do you think that it's possible that a kid like Fernando Tatis Jr., and he's got it all. He's got the game. He's got the look. He's got the, the personnel and everything else. Do you think we'll ever see – a baseball player again. Since Derek Jeter, we haven't seen anyone like that. It includes Mike Trout, great player, but he doesn't have the personality to go with it. Right? Can can a kid playing in San Diego, California, transcend the sport? Can he become the face of Major League Baseball? I don't think it makes a difference where you play because George Brett played in Kansas City and he was pretty well popular. So I, I think the city is secondary to the person, the personality, and even the success of the team. That's the key. You got to hope that the money, which is guaranteed, doesn't spoil him. He's still got to go out. And you said it early on today, Steve. You got to get to the big leagues. You got to work. You got to, whatever you got to do, yep. you got to put the work in. And if he puts the work in, he's got the personality, he's got the smile, he'll get the numbers, he'll be a star. All right. Speaking of a former NFL star, we got an update, uh, and I got to ask Andy Furman if he's even heard about this league. I got a little spin for you, Andy, on the other side coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Yeah, we partied like it was 1999 back in the day. Hartman and Furman with you. How about Iowa Sam? Still smarting from that Michigan beatdown on Thursday night of his Iowa Hawkeyes. Did that shake you at ever. all? Uh, it was bad. It was bad. I, I thought we were going to get Juwan Howard on the show. Uh, we were working on it, but uh, the Michigan coach said uh, no. I, thought I, you I don't want to interrupt the conversation. No, no. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> by the friend. way, he's got to be the national coach of the year, right? Michigan's only got the one loss. To Minnesota, I think it was. Yeah. It? Yep. So, um, you know, they've had a hell of a year there. Former Fab guy, uh, five guy, doing the job at his alma mater. Of course, David Gascon. Yes. Well, you're shocked. I'm I'm shocked that he's doing such a great. I really am. Why is that? I didn't think he'd be. A, I didn't think he'd make it as a coach. I just didn't think he would. Well, I mean, first of all, he knows how to play the game. That's, this guy, what he was, 17, 18 years in right. the NBA. But he was smart enough to get a mature assistant, Phil Martelli. Yes, his assistant. Thank you, Andy. From, that is a huge yeah. boon to their staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no Martelli is a guy I know extremely well from Good way guy. back in the day because when he was at St. Joe's, uh, my partner, my longtime radio partner, Philly Billy Warndell. Uh, as he reminded me, he went to St. Joe's Night School. <laughs> he had a history. <laughs> I, I said, don't say you went to St. Joe's. You went to St. Joe's Night School. Uh, but he knew Martelli, and he was a frequent guest back on our show way back in the day. David Gascon doing a great job, as always. And, of course, Lita Lap is our brilliant producer. Guys, guys, uh, yeah. as you pass on by, so does number one North Dakota State. They got beat today by Southern Illinois. What? FCS record 39-game winning streak come to a close today. And people don't even know that college football is going on right now. Like, the FCS season has just begun. <laughs> it just seems a little bizarre, but that's where we are these days. By the way, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Well, speaking of bizarre, yes. have you heard about the fan-controlled football league? I initially heard of it when I heard that Johnny Manziel was going to get involved. Well, guess that, that, what? He has a new teammate, Josh Gordon. Oh. I mean, that's a pretty good duo, right? Yeah. I right. mean, Manziel to Josh Gordon. They're now members of the Zappers. Well, there's only four teams in the league, I believe. It's seven-on-seven. Seven-on-seven right. seven football. You know, we, we've seen attempts. Uh, we had the XFL. Then we had the Alliance of American Football, a new XFL. They all failed. When you hear about the National Football League, there the NFL has gone, Andy, to CBS, all four networks, right? right? And they have told them with the new contract, television contracts, they want to double the money. Double. A 100% increase in what the rights fees were the last time around. CBS, Fox, NBC said, you got it. 
Sure. Why wouldn't they? Uh, they have the top ten programming uh, <laughs> lists every single week. Guess, What's number one? Sunday Night Football. Guess who it's is amazing. Not, guess who's not agreed to it? Disney. Really? Disney, of course, controls ABC and ESPN, and they're like, no, 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 we're not doubling. <laughs> they don't have it. They don't have the money. We're not doing that because they they actually were paying the highest rights fees because they were also getting highlights. They were getting other extras from the league that the other networks are not getting. Uh, even though Monday Night Football is, you know, almost an afterthought half the time these days. Right. And they they would go from $1.9 billion to $3.8 billion. And they're saying, no, we're not doing it. So the, could that mean that they're going to bail on the NFL? Because I guarantee you this, if they're not willing to pay the money, somebody else is. Sure. Of course they will. Could really? you ever see a, a rival league to the NFL? No. Is there any possibility we remember Andy back in the USFL days the reason they got a little traction early is they were signing the biggest stars Herschel Walker Doug Flutie they started getting Jim Kelly they got these young car stars these other leagues they're just getting leftovers can't do I can't do it. you know and I always believe that less is more that's why the NFL is perfect they play basically one day a week and they play on Sunday and they got the midweek press conference to lead up to the Sunday game it's great and the season is compact <laughs> and that's it you know you just can't do it baseball it really is too long it really is really how many games do you want to see over instead of 162 what's your suggestion make it in here oh, oh, oh you know what make it 281 game seasons at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.